Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Hi, I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos. And tonight is June 6th, the day after the lunar eclipse on the 5th. And we repeat this on Thursday, the 11th at 6 o'clock in the morning. And this is Pacific time here in the Northwest. And the title for our general subject tonight in this Gemini archetypal time that we're experiencing is Lunar Sagittarius Eclipse Transmuting USA Beliefs of Justice. This eclipse, I'll just generally discuss before I introduce our guest for this, our talk today, is an actual penumbral uh, eclipse. And what that is, is that there's a range of when the moon and earth and sun link up in their alignment. And it, there's an and it needs to link up because that happens with every new moon or full moon. And this is a full moon, meaning it's in the opposite sign of our sun. So it's in Sagittarius. And it happens to be, I'll just also add before I go on to about the meaning of this eclipse um, astronomically, but it is um, um Oh, the south node, the nodes just left. And, and the nodes, when we speak of the nodes, it's the lunar nodes. They just went into their 18 new month cycle, which they do every 18 months, in south node of Sagittarius and north node of, of, of Gemini. And that was in May. So therefore, when the eclipses happen, this lineup of the sun, moon, earth needs to be within a certain degrees of the nodes, and these are the nodes are this intersection of the moon's path with our sun's um, ecliptic, and that's the sun's path that we travel in, and we see all the planets traveling from. It, it, if it's 12 degrees, it's a total lunar eclipse. And meanwhile, this is not visible all over the world, but yet it is a global experience. We all experience the universe globally maybe more specifically, depending on your location or your chart. But if it's within 18 degrees, it can be where the shadow is still occurring. Because shadow, if we're all familiar, is a variable. It's really like twilight and dusk or dawn you might associate it with because light and dark can have all shades. It can be very intense shadow or it can be very mild. And a penumbral, uh, as this is called, is where it's almost like a tea stain over the moon. And it's not always visible yet. The importance of it, which I bring up with Gemini Brett, who's a wonderful astrologer, just simply Google his name. You'll find a wealth of information. And he relates the sacred astronomy of the sky. So it's brought home to earth 
uh, for our astrology is saying that very typically when there's a penumbral eclipse, there's two of them, which there are in our calendar this year. There's the one on the 5th yesterday, June 5th, and there'll be one on July 4th. And the significant, and they surround, they, they, they sandwich, you might say, the solar eclipse, which will be on the 20th, which is also the solstice, powerful times, so just the beginning of, of significance, which future talks will be continue about. And we have been discussing, and of course, every astrologer is in some way making reference to. But the point of this is that old shadows, as, as diluted in from our perspective might be, are old shadows, thinking of energetic, old shadows, shadows, things of obstruction for our purpose, obstructions in the sense that we need to get through to the light, turn on more light to see the visibility, are being uh, released. And we can say released because in this instance, the full moon, the lunar, which it always is, is associated with the south node of our astrology is where we're, as a collective, coming from. And something within that needs to be realigned, revisited, reformed. And we do that by encountering and embracing the north node, which happens to be Gemini and many significant uh, um, events, which I will bring up just lately, we had the Venus star point, which if you want to learn about it, listen to last week, because we went into depth about that, and as other astrologers. So tonight, I am very glad to introduce again, Catherine Metcalf, a professional astrologer, hyp hypnotherapist, an intuitive tarot card reader, her consultations often specialize or frequently in transit and career readings. She teaches astrology and tarot at Black Hawk College, Maline. And I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> Maline. Yeah. Maline. Okay, Illinois. And Catherine has been featured on NBC, ABC TV in Phoenix, Arizona. She's been published in Monster, Brides Magazine. Huffington Post and interviewed by Cosmopolitan Magazine. And every month she hosts a monthly meeting, and which I imagine these days is online, and an astrological and weekly oracle card on YouTube videos. So Catherine is coming from East Moline, Illinois. And if you want to find out about her, it's CatherineMetcalf.com or just simply go to Talk Cosmos, because all the guests are there, and I have all the contact information, and you can subscribe too, by the way. That would be just great. And Catherine's been <laughs> on before. So, hello. I am really delighted that you're joining me for this Aww. time. <laughs> Aww, thank you so much, Sue. It's such a pleasure, and thank you for having me back. Yeah, it's so. we plan to do it. Oh, we. I plan to do it more. I don't know who the <laughs> we is, but anyway. You know, we... And I really am glad because I know that your interest involves the political and the historical and there's so such significance because immediately speaking, if we just look at the degrees of this uh, 
full moon, which happens to be 15 degrees Sagittarius and then 15 mm -hmm. degrees for the sun um, in um, in Gemini. Thank you. In Gemini. <laughs> that the Sibley chart, which is what's often referred to as the United States chart. And I'll just say for people on July 4th, 1776, when they declared independence, is listed at 5.10 p.m. in Philadelphia. And our ascendant, which meaning the rising at the very first house of the chart, is at 12 degrees, just three degrees different. So that moon, that full moon energy, the public, is just sitting right in that first house. And we, the public, are speaking our minds, which Sagittarius needs and wants to do. That's its purpose. Yeah, they're happy to be out there and being vocal. Yeah, it's so important. And interestingly, it's opposite, you know, looking at the chart, opposite our Mars of action. So that's a you know, it, which is also in line with the sun, which it's just a very activated time. And I'm thinking in many terms, this is energy that will, will maintain necessarily until resolution, whichever that means. It's, you know, resolutions uh, take coordination. I know here in Seattle, mm -hmm. Our mayor met with the, and the police chief, who happens to be a woman. Both of them are women here in Seattle. That's interesting. Yeah. It is. And the woman um, police officer is a black woman. Um, and our our uh, mayor is a gay woman. So we, as in the city of Seattle, I think, have a real open attitude of equality on some some context you know it's always layers of course yeah i think but, you're ahead of the the united states in general <laughs> yeah you know and, with these lunar eclipse lessons yeah right but they met and they just agreed no gas they're not using any gas anymore there's they met with the protesters to say what do you want and some of them were some of these um shifts of police control so it's a process. I think we're, but looking at this chart with the moon, because lunar eclipses last energetically, you know, for six months. At, at least six long. months. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. since it's so close to our ascendant, I think that with the whole story of it, that we're, um, uh, this is the time. This is the time to really work on on make big differences. Yeah. Yeah. Making yeah, changes. Yep. Time to absolutely let go of old prejudice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, no. and it, the fact that like you're in Illinois, which isn't that far from Minneapolis in some ways, mm -hmm. and the Twin City. You know, I'm thinking so often that Gemini, which were really in that orientation, what with the nodes being in Gemini North Node, right. and the twins, Twin City, you know, Castor and Pollux, where the the mortal and the the uh, spirit twin, and when the mortal Castor died, 
no, Pollux died. I'm getting all mixed up. Yeah, Castor was the mortal and right. Pollux I, was the immortal. I said it right the first yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Oh gosh, my brain's going back and forth <laughs> too quick. And and so of course the spirit um uh Pollux needed to be with him, which really is saying spirit needs to be with the body instead of this fragmentation. And again, Gemini Brett was mentioning that it's like the times are like the the messages because Hermes, Mercury is a messenger who bringing the, the deceased to the underworld and also could be the messenger to, you know, between the spirit world and and the mortal world. But mm -hmm. it's where it's as though the messages that we're listening to are coming. Um, and I think this was in conjunction with the Venus star point a couple of days ago that brings heart and mind together, which is a whole energy to, to unite. That's the purpose. And so it's like these twins talking and saying, no, the, from the underworld, you know, whether it's George and whether it's uh, Martin Luther King that I think you're going to bring up too about mm -hmm. the parallels. You know, it's listening to these messages of of spirit uniting with heart and and spirit. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Hermes, the messenger, is related to Gemini. You know, and it's referred to as Mercury as well. So Mercury is the ruling planet of Gemini. So, and I think it's interesting. I have to just say that I'm a Gemini. Yes. <laughs> and you are a Gemini. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So we're the good Gemini's, and then there's um, Trump, who is the evil twin. <laughs> so sorry well, if I upset your people. <laughs> no, well, you know, I must say, and the context of evil, because I always have to, because sometimes I think it, because I do refrain a little distinction from uh, some religious ideas, but that is where, who's the purpose for? Because in my heart, it is really where we serve the multitudes really for, and listening listening to the multitudes and 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 coming to resolutions that have tolerance for both sides not where one is dominating the other but it is a collaboration and again and again and again you hear this theme from so many so yes if we want to express it as evil that's one context because <laughs> language is language but uh, Gemini yeah, does it's opposites, hold... right? Yes, it's it polar is. Polar opposites it... and having to find that middle balance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was part. Now, in um, there's so many threads here. And sometimes I think to myself, why worry about the fact that there's so many threads? Because we are Gemini and it's so many connections. Because right off the bat, and I'll name them, there is the chart because I'm thinking there is the Pluto return coming up that all of this is sort of signifying. I mean, right mm -hmm. now it's at 24 degrees as, as we were both mentioning. And of course, our Pluto, I think in the second house is 27, but it moves so slowly. You know, it's 248 years before it makes its return. So it's going to still be right. in a, a year and a half or maybe two years. Yeah, I think when... it's 2024. Yeah, so it's when quite a few years return. actually off when mm -hmm. that Pluto returns. So incrementally, we're coming to big shifts of purging, transmuting, and reforming, just tossing out and grabbing and looking at our old shadows, which is we were founded with many glorious intentions, but also real problems. I mean, the world is not perfect, right? 
right be mature and understand that right absolutely we took the country yeah well in the united states you know the the last time that um well not not the last time but pluto and capricorn right now um that's about changing our foundation so like you just said it's creating huge transformational shifts i mean like earthquake kind of shifts because they're slow but then they're explosive right right but it's you know in the united states chart we have pluto in the second house so that's all about our values and money you know so yes. yeah so i survival. think survival right survival yeah right. mm-hmm. so yeah, we're seeing life shifts and one of the times when pluto was in capricorn was in 1776 you know when, yes <laughs> yeah and with the american revolution and declaration of independence all of that so that was a huge shift for that time yeah and, and, and really our at that time, there was a real struggle between the slave, the the states that had slaves and the states that didn't, and they needed to get everybody on board. So, as politics is, as we understand just the thought of what politics means, it's comp, it's um, compromise, which doesn't mean that everybody gets really what they want. It's sort of like, okay, you give this, but you, it's like, what do you really want? Well, they wanted mm-hmm. unity, so they still allowed slavery and essentially injustice women didn't even couldn't even vote right. for pete's sakes you know they didn't yeah. get to vote until this century so yeah I, mean, I know that's freaking crazy so. <laughs> it is it is it's really crazy especially <laughs> since around the world people voted before we did actually a lot of women did that's a whole history that i was looking at but you know the other thing about this chart right now is a full moon the moon being the public, representing the public in the first house of self, you know, and in Sagittarius, which is a sign that has opinions and, and belief systems and wants to express their feelings and wants the truth. I mean, all their belief systems are for the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one degree from what they call Philip Sedgwick, another wonderful astrologer for anyone that wants to Google him. Uh, often talks about what they, what's called the great attractor at 14 degrees Sagittarius. And I thought, now what is that? Because another Sagittarius point is the, the galactic center, which is 27 degrees. So our south node, nodes go in reverse. So they start at 29, which they're going to continue all the way through July 9th. So this is a heavy point. I mean, it's like, boing, boing, we're staying mm-hmm. and But it's moving towards that 27 and in orb you know a couple degrees is even conservatively in orb and the and the galactic center is where we have the black hole of of the whole solar system there and is our galactic center of of energy and the great attractor i had to google it but that is where the potentialities all potentialities exist because Jupiter is also expansive and it has potential. And here, that means that it was so fascinating for me, if I can try to throw this out quickly, because I think that's where we're at. And that's one reason why this energy is not going to go away. 
which is a good thing because it has mm -hmm. tried to happen before, you know, back when Pluto was squaring in attention with Uranus in the 60s. Um, you know, there was civil rights and there was feminine rights. There were people rights. There was ecology rights. There was all kinds <laughs> of rights, you know, right? Yeah. And um, but so it, it's resurfacing because it, at one level it comes up, but it hasn't been resolved. But it's right next to that galactic center, which indicates all potentialities and when we think about it you know when you talk when one hears about the law of attraction well it's depending on the alignment of one's purpose with universe we're getting back to evil plus you know it's when one wants the generosity of love for all how in some terms it really connects with everybody that is in a sense what source is that it's not that it's good or bad essentially on how it activates but rather that essentially it's for the the life of all yeah yeah you know, at you any think, rate. yeah no it's it's fascinating i i had not i did not know that about the galactic center or about the one degree off like the 14 degree Sag, the great attractor. That's, yeah. that's incredible. And I think it goes so in alignment. I, I feel like this is, you know, we are living in powerful, powerful times. We chose to be here in this moment in history. This is going to go down in the history books as one of our hugest shifts, hopefully, you know, towards the light, <laughs> towards yes. equality, towards you know, equal rights for everybody. So, I, yeah, I suppose if, you know, that when you think back on our history in the 30s, which was a horribly difficult time with the depression and and um, food, like, you know, the Dust Bowl and all of that. Right. And what, and the unions that got started, and I remember Arlo Guthrie, you know, going across yeah. the train tracks, singing his songs of justice, and in other words, gathering people, the energy, the groups of people to, to unify. And really, the pictures here on television are much increasingly diverse than, let's say, back in 1968 when the Freedom uh, oh, yeah. Marches were, where there's intergenerational biracial such a, a a unified emphasis i was shocked here in seattle north there's a town called monroe has the penal there's a prison there mm -hmm. and uh, it's before you go over the cascade so a lot of people go through it but this whole town was marching little white faces everywhere that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that is a, the huge distinction between now and the 60s. I mean, in the 60s, when Martin Luther King was around, you know, the protests were predominantly, I mean, probably 99% people of color. Yes. And, and now it's a rainbow, which makes me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> and today, Finally. I guess uh, my husband, he, he's, he's, elsewhere during this time but we talk daily and he watches the news 24 7 it seems which i'm kind of glad we're not exactly in the same house <laughs> because i am not a 24 7 tv person but i do admire his 
his awareness of it because I read the paper and I'm in tune, but I'm not on that level. But he was telling me that today there was the biggest march ever at the White House. Right. In Washington, D.C. I saw that. Yeah. And it was and the whole thing was entirely peaceful. So, yes. Yeah. It was beautiful. Unlike some of the other you know, marches progressively. They're wanting to, which gets back to our presidential uh, leadership or, or, or that uh, uh, his description of leadership because to, I mean, it's where I'm not the first and I don't want to be the last to really decry for my sense of equality that, um, a peaceful protest, which had been in existence, was literally bombed with gas and and rubber pellets for some awkward yeah. sense of publicity. It's just an absolute oh. criminal situation. And I know I'm being mm-hmm. very judgmental on this morally. No, you're but not. I am very. <laughs> that's very uh, disruptive. It's 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 not in. Um, integrity. It's not with integrity of of saying that we love peaceful people. So uh, it's amazing to be able to connect and communicate, which Gemini is. Gemini is all about communication, to connect to this large group of people, the essential need to stay peaceful, like Martin Luther King. Right. You know, we're going to have, I think, according to my clock anyway, we have a brief break right now. And uh, we will return. I'm speaking with June 6th with Catherine Metcalf. And we're talking about this lunar eclipse yesterday on the 5th and the USA belief systems that are transmuting for justice. And I will say, which I hadn't mentioned to my wonderful soundboard engineer here at KKNW, that our workshop is no longer going to be. I have a personal um, emergency. My mother is in hospice. And so the the workshop that we were scheduled for the 14th and 15th will be canceled. So you might hear it, but uh, blessings to all. And we'll be right back. While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the period of Gemini. By leaving a cycle based on physical form, integrated through spirit, the energy of Gemini connects spirit with matter, focused on communicating and defining the external. Gemini is a mutable air sign signifying flexibility. Gemini duly focuses upon teaching and learning in order to synthesize the world one lives within. Hello, astrologers. This is Carlos Galvan. I am a spirituality and astrology astrologer from Mexico. And you're listening to Talk Cosmos, an alternative talk, 11.50 a.m., where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 11.50. Ooh, that was very good. I think David heard me and just remembered that addition that we would have had so we are returning this is june 6th and we repeat on the 11th so catherine let's look at we were speaking of um uh donald trump because his 
his chart very closely aligns with this um, chart you were mentioning. So let's yeah. See so with the works. with the with the lunar eclipse. So it turns out he was born on a lunar eclipse. So June fourteenth, nineteen forty six, is his birthday, um, and we have a ten fifty four a.m. birth time in Jamaica, New York. So um, his son is at twenty two degrees uh, Gemini, and it's actually conjunct Uranus, which explains a lot <laughs> with him how unpredictable he is and um, rebellious he is in general. Um, but yeah, this lunar eclipse and his moon, his natal moon is at 21 degrees Sag. So this lunar eclipse is conjunct his natal sun and moon. So, I mean, there is, there's no way he's getting out of this one. <laughs> it, it, well, that goes back that, that and to clarify, because we have some, a, a lot of different levels of astrologer listeners here, but um, eclipses have significance because the light technically goes out. And even though this is a penumbral uh, with shadows, it is saying that perhaps he is, it could be that part of this shift, you know, as evident of our need of on so many levels to have equality and this he is the leader at this moment so it mm -hmm. is affecting him yeah yeah his, his moon is in sagittarius his south node which we're even talking about is in sagittarius yeah you're right it's very what we call a signature echo yeah yeah or, mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a big one for him so and the um so he's going to be extremely emotional, you know, today, and he's probably very upset by the peaceful gathering that's happening outside his door. Um, but, and in his chart, this um, transit is affecting his fourth house, which is where it represents the home. So it's where he lives, which is in Washington, D.C. right now. Yeah. So, and, and his family and the nation. Yep. So, because he's in charge of that. It's our foundation. The fourth house represents two. And the moon, the transiting moon, represents people, the public. Right. You know, on one level. So, the public is definitely asking, expressing their opinions and their belief systems, wanting um, to, to let go of, to change mm -hmm. uh, yeah. the structure. So, and, you know, so the sun, transiting sun is landing in his 10th house. So I do still think there's a part of him that maybe believes he's doing a great job. You well, know, that, I mean, the 10th nothing house. Nothing different there. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Like his 10th house is, you know, it's for all of us, it's our house of career and our public reputation. But when the sun is there, it's like typically shining and you're doing well. So, I mean, that's a, a big in huge opposition to the moon, which is the reality right outside his door, the American people are not happy and are protesting. And There's another part of this too, and that's the Mars. I don't know if you, because again yes, and again, listening to people in that, in the transit yesterday, and it's still um, 
Mars, they're all mutable, just to explain to our audience, you know, mm -hmm. um, 15 degrees Gemini, I mean, Sagittarius and the moon uh, opposing the sun in Gemini, Mars is still in Pisces, and it's right exactly mm -hmm. squaring, that means right in between them, uh, it's, that's 90 degrees, and it's a uh, energy of tension that wants resolution. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's conjunct, that means within next door, at least from Earth, as we see it, Neptune, which again has no boundaries, and it's a, the mystical, it's illusion, it's delusion, it's, it's mm -hmm. so many, um, and where we don't have control. And it's in the seventh house, his seventh house of others. So, and it's, and series is there. I wonder, could that be like people are reclaiming their essential sense of, of, um, and, and unity, you know, I mean, Pisces is all one, you know, we're all in mm -hmm. it together. There's no boundaries. And right. And that's Mars is in Pisces. So it's like, you know, Mars is action and energy and anger. So it's, you know, the God of war, <laughs> it's in peaceful Pisces. Yeah. But I mean, that's the people on the streets that have had it, you know, with the, uh, um, you know, centuries of mistreatment and abuse of black lives. And um, yeah, so, but they're, they're out there peacefully, but yet he is responding to it by, you know, tear gassing them <laughs> and having, you know, cops on horses and people shoving other people. And yeah, it's, it's very challenging this time. Yeah, and what's going really through. going on. And I was listening, I've been lately just listening to quite a few uh, talks about the lunar moon. I mean, the lunar, you know, the full moon yesterday, partly because it's on my solar return too. So it was quite illuminating. It looks like I'll be living this for the next year, which is going to be quite in, um, enlightening. Yeah. But, and happy. I have to just interject happy birthday today. Oh, thank your you. Birthday when was today. Your, oh yes. It's been a delightful day. All in all, <laughs> I must say it's been many greetings. When is your birthday? Mine's the 21st of May. So I'm only oh, three yes, minutes that's into right. Gemini. Okay. So yeah. you really, you, yes, the nodes and all that. Yes. Well, very good. Because in this chart, not only is Mars, but, and I'm also thinking in reference here to Donald Trump, but Venus that just went just a few days ago with a Venus, which was conjunct. Um, which is retrograde right now. Retrograde, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, retrograde, which only happens every year and a half. And if I think, and it was exactly at the same degree with the sun, meaning it's Venus star point. So here you have this, this, uh, this energy too, that is uh, where people are wanting their values, they want to communicate their values. You know, it's right conjunct, like you say, his, that his son is North Node, Aronis, which is um, innovator. I mean, there's many positive things about all that if he would, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, people, the women too, you know, it's, it's also the feminine energy, I suppose, but not I hate to say that because everybody's got Venus and 
we're all receptive. And they're square each other too. I mean, the dynamics here, I agree. He is has to contend with this. This is, oh, yeah. and guess what? His Mercury, he's having a Mercury return on this. Did you see that? Oh, wow. Oh, I do see it now. Yeah. yeah in the 11th house of the community degrees. of others. Yeah. <laughs> and in nurturing cancer that's protective of their home. I mean, that's supporting by the moon. They're conjunct his going. Well, he's probably today has got a, a lunar return, too, because the moon travels 13 degrees every day. So this was yesterday, that was 15 degrees, and his moon is 21. So it's probably, if we were to pull a chart right this second, it's he's probably having a lunar return. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. As much as I do not like that man, I do have to, you know, as an astrologer, try to look at things um, with a discerning eye. And, I mean, if I were looking at his chart not knowing who he was, you know, I would say that he's got huge potential Yes, absolutely. for a complete awakening, you know, but knowing what I know about him, <laughs> I'm, I think he's going to fight it. And I think he's going to go down fighting, you know, his racist beliefs. And, you know, I mean, he's, and, you know, we didn't even talk about Sagittarius rules justice. Yes. You know, and the and, law. Yeah. Jupiter, and, Jupiter rules. Yeah, Sagittarius. Yeah. And that, you know, all this, I mean, he's done so many things behind the scenes with, we have, we're all focused on COVID and we're all focused on, you know, um, the protests for George Floyd's life and, you know, and all the other people who have um, been murdered. So, um, but Trump, while we're busy focusing on that, he's reversed over a hundred environmental rules. It's, so, I mean, he's I'm, stripping think, away yeah, I think clean water, the, clean air. The, the true um, discontent, at, because it is so political, and usually we don't get too political, but yet it's really just to be observing that his perspective seems to be so oriented to the what we're beginning to realize is attached to very old systems you know we're not a nation uh, yes we have abundance but yet to to technically like Uranus in in Taurus and forgive me for the it's to me that we're well I won't say that then but uh where it's should we just overtake the the resources, you know, like the, the old mythology of Gaia and Uranus I was getting at. But but the point is, is that we need to go forward. We need to think about solar energy, other ways of, of, of correcting the harm. I mean, granted, we need mm -hmm. economy, of course. We need some system in order to interact. And we've had a wonderful society potentially but yet the truth is is that it has is i wouldn't i don't it's not quite to the extreme that russia was when the czar nicholas and alexandra were overtaken mm -hmm. but there's inequities unbelievable and how can and the earth just crying out here we have this pandemic you know it's 
it needs attention. Hey, we were going to look at, um, you were looking at Martin Luther King and George Floyd's death charts. Was that it? Yeah. You were seeing parallels. I was. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Can I just say one more thing about yes. the lunar eclipse? And I think big picture, you know, the lunar eclipse that's taking place and um, we all need to be asking, we should be asking how our actions contribute to the world. So are we spreading greed and violence and intolerance and destruction of our planet? Or are we choosing peace and love and, you know, kindness to Mother Earth? So, you know, I think we have, we really have a choice and we are dealing with the karma of our ancestors, I think, right now. So um, it's a powerful, powerful time. That's beautifully so, said. I, I really thank you for that sure <laughs> can't be said enough that's um yeah we all have huge potential huge potential for creating a whole new world filled with peace and equality wouldn't it be marvelous if we could look at people like flowers like it's spring well here on the northern hemisphere i have this gorgeous bouquet a friend gave me and they're different colors people are different colors Right. What's the difference, you know? Right. I mean, it makes all kinds of sense. It's like, just enjoy if one is red or brown or yellow right. or tan <laughs> or whatever, you know? Absolutely. I'm there with you, sister. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, Martin Luther King, um, you know, God bless him, uh, was assassinated on April 4th, 1968 at 6.01 p.m. in Memphis, Tennessee. And um, he, I mean, just an interesting chart in and of itself. I mean, I looked at his, I just did the chart, the death chart, basically. I didn't do any transits, I just did, you know, that moment. So um, it was interesting when I did George Floyd's chart too, who was, you know, as we know, murdered on May 25th, 2020, um, both, have their son on the descendant which i thought was interesting and both have the moon in cancer and both have venus conjunct mercury wow. so when i look at gemini that, is that what you said too in gemini um you know i didn't let me look i venus thought you said it was, venus was conjunct mercury. Yeah, in Gemini. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, Martin Luther King had Venus conjunct Mercury in his sixth house. And when he was murdered, he was basically, you know, going to work. He was doing a speech. Um, and then Venus, Mercury was also opposing Uranus and Pluto in his chart, mm. which can point to the unexpected, you know, shooting um and he also had pluto conjunct uranus in his 12th house so so like you know an upsetting a horrible loss um but potential to shift you know old held racial beliefs so and then george floyd um I think the fact that they both have the sun on the descendant is like other people are learning from their sacrifice mm, the illumination 
Yes, yeah. of their of their of their identity. Their not just identity, but their will, their entire being. Because the sun does embody everything, and it illuminates. It's the sun mm-hmm. it's leadership, right? And um, George, in his chart, he has that um, Venus Mercury conjunction in his seventh house of partnerships. I don't know if he was with, you know, a partner at the time of his death. I know there was somebody else in his car or was with him in the car, but I haven't heard details on that. And then he had the sun square Mars, which when that happens, it can, you know, that can be a violent aspect. Separation. Yes. Mars is separation because it's action. It goes forward. It separates. Yeah. And then lastly, um, he had Pluto conjunct Jupiter in his second, in the second house of the death chart. And, and I wrote and Saturn. So that must've been conjunct. I don't know. Um, but I thought it was interesting in the second house that, you know, they basically called the police on him because of counterfeit check oh, money. The financial they, part. Yes. Yeah. The financial part. And some ethic. I mean, you know, Saturn can be ethic. There's so many ways to look at it, which you know, again, though, it's not that somebody did right or wrong, but what's the penalty? My God, to get killed for right. something that, that, I mean, that goes back to Dickens, Charles Dickens, I think to myself, of, of, of Tale of Two. Hey, there you go. Tale of, Tale two. of two Cities. There's the, the twins yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's like peep in 1600s or whatever, when things were so... I think it was the 1600s that Charles Dickens wrote that, but I'm not quite sure. I'm my history kind of gets lost about that. But you know, people got their hands cut off for stealing bread, and mm-hmm. I mean, we're supposed to be civilized in the sense that we <laughs> we understand that people need correction. They need to be certain actions need to be stopped, but it's the manner in which we do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. So, and I, I felt like when I looked at these two charts, you know, both of these men are pivotal in, um, you know, globally, I think, in our opinion about races and the prejudice that has taken place for so long. Um, and they, I think they both chose to be, you know, that's my personal belief, but I think they both chose to be these um, harbingers of change. Iconic, iconic symbols right. representing the need and and George George Floyd again and again was taught spoken of his gentleness and I it what stuck in my mind was a gentle giant you yes know, thought, oh my goodness for whatever purpose this man had a heart and he and people loved him you know mm-hmm. the people he worked with and yeah. so you one does in astrology try to observe things from a distance you know it's always that pull of the the emotional, because right now on a full moon, moons are emotional. It is our emotions. Sure. You know, yeah. we have, that's part of us. We have to honor it. But yet, too, we try to understand it. And it's in Sagittarius. So, of course, we want to understand. And I thought often, too, with the nodes, because this is the first eclipse. We have the solar eclipse right. coming that is pivotal. On the solstice. Yeah. yeah squaring the galactic center, as Gemini Brett brings up. And the 
then we have another one on the 4th of July, I think. I've seen the 4th. Yes. But it might be kind of late, depending, like, the, it depends, you know, what time yeah, it's it is. it's at 12.44 p.m. in the United States. Well, in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So depending on where you are in the country, it's the 4th mm -hmm. or 5th. But because it's associated with our nodal system of this energy, which evolutionary astrology certainly looks upon as our soul growth, and for whatever other well it's not just that i think vedic looks i mean many astrologers look at the nodes in different ways but i was thinking about learning uh, gemini is so much about learning mm -hmm. and well, the depths of how we learn is it seems to me is going to take such huge new forms of context now that we're in this coronavirus where the world has just shrunk to one, to a mutual experience. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's maybe yeah. perhaps because Neptune with Pisces dissolves the borders, you know, and, and there's all this rationale associated with it, whether, you know, how we've treated the world and whatnot, but. Um, We're learning in new ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So way, you know, even though we're separated because of COVID, you know, we are connecting online, which is Uranus, you know, so yeah, so there's still a, a thread there. It must be the need to connect. You know, I was thinking maybe that's with the moon right now, because the moon is needs emotion. You know, mm -hmm. It needs if we just look at the fact that it was brought up that it changes through the phases and it needs more light or it needs more dark you know however it goes um but i know that this year like for our birthday i had all kinds of people connecting with me that were like oh my goodness <laughs> this is wonderful but i think that's so nice yeah and i but i think it gets back to this need to to connect which is again gemini you know right gemini it was like the twins they needed to connect like the the brother reaching down under the earth saying no we're staying together we're not i'm not letting go of him just because he died which is so symbolic right now it's like no they may be gone just like you said that son is in the seventh and by gosh we're gonna we're gonna live their life in some kind of destiny we're letting mm -hmm. it's it's its purpose shine and, and, and give strength to a, a better world, a better sense of something. Yeah. And I, I feel like I know we're coming to the end of the inner, the talk, but I just wanted to say that I know there's a lot of people, you know, listening out there that have lost hope that are overwhelmed. And, you know, I do, I do believe that there's a better time coming. It's, you know, we are in pivotal, powerful, historic times, but we chose to be here. And I want to remind everybody that you are strong enough to endure this and you're here for a reason. You're here to be a change maker. So it comes yeah. up that I'm so glad you, you brought this in because it comes up again and again, and it needs to be said because we're reinventing ourselves. I've heard, I take classes again from another astrologer Maurice Fernandez and I just listened to a, a video that he's free to share wherever and he was bringing up this point which I'm so glad and it parallels what supports what you're saying is that to take action in some any manner that we choose 
but this is a time of 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 knowing that uh, we of the shift. Yes, we're. It's not easy, you know. That's one thing. It's right. not easy, but uh, I think language itself is getting ram, uh, ramification. We're bringing in more. Um, instinct more more sense of unity i sure hope so yeah next week I, i'll take this brief moment next week will be planet buzz with dr laura tad and myself and we're talking about mercury retrograde yes we're having another retrograde <laughs> but it's a rewind time so and it'll be in cancer and we'll discuss that so tonight. This is June 6th with Talk Cosmos for the Lunar Eclipse and the USA adjusting, transmuting its beliefs on justice. And Catherine Metcalf from Illinois is with me. And you can find her at CatherineMetcalf.com or go to Talk Cosmos and you can certainly subscribe. So, and this is also being repeated on the 11th in the morning. So we have how many minutes? We have a few minutes, about two minutes. So we can, with that. Can I just say too, that you can go to your website and you can listen to any of your recordings uh, at any time. Oh, yes. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I had actually, I sent out a invite, you know, today and I had several, a few people say, oh my gosh, I can't listen. Is it going to be recorded? So oh, I just yes. wanted to let people know that they can go to your website or to talk Cosmos website anytime and listen to any of the recordings. Yeah. In fact, the radio station puts them on pad podcast one, but any podcast just about will replay them. So again, you can go to talk Cosmos and I have a link there that by clicking it, pulls you right into all of them ever since the very first one over two years yeah. ago because we're in the third <laughs> season that's very true that's awesome and there's so much going on right now that it's important for people to tune in and especially if they're feeling lost or confused or whatever you know listening to um astrological discussions you know and you have so many great experts on um, it's, it's good. Good for the soul. Oh, thank you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. And we're in a time of bridging curiosity and learning of other cultures and the mind heart for greater understanding. It, it really is powerful. And so I think to getting through our emotions, uh, you know, sometimes the confusion can be just not knowing how one feels. So it is very important what you're saying. We have about half a minute here, and then we'll have to close with that lovely music in the background that David helped <laughs> well, cue us. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Sue. I so appreciate uh, being your chosen one on your birthday, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, indeed, I, I so much enjoy how you bring in the historical essences, because this is important to realize because we are, are connecting. All right, Catherine, we shall see you. Well, somehow we'll see you in form, spirit, however. <laughs> Thank you, Sue. I appreciate right. it. Blessings to all.
for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.